0: Daily Reflections is an exciting opportunity to deepen our faith in Jesus and to allow the gospel message of the day to penetrate the very core of our being. My friends, I invite you to allow the Lord of life to guide you, to give you the courage to live as dynamic disciples. Let's offer this day to the way, the truth, and the life. Today, we celebrate the first Sunday of Lent. And we begin with Psalm 51. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Together. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Have mercy on me, O God, in your goodness. In the greatness of your compassion, wipe out my offense. Thoroughly wash me from my guilt and of my sin cleanse me. For I acknowledge my offense and my sin is before me always. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. A clean heart create for me, O God. And a steadfast spirit renew within me. Cast me not out from your presence, and your holy spirit take not from me. Give me back the joy of your salvation, and a willing spirit sustain in me. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Our gospel for today is taken from Matthew chapter four, verse one to eleven. At that time, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was hungry. The tempter approached and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become loaves of bread. He said in reply, It is written, One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and made him stand in the parapet of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil took him up to a high, very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence. And he said to him, all these I shall give to you, if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. At this, Jesus said to him, get away, Satan. It is written, the Lord your God shall you worship and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil left him and behold, angels came and ministered to him. At that time, Jesus was led by the spirit, led by the spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was hungry. The devil today tempts Jesus in three specific ways. The first, to turn stones into bread. The second, to cast himself off the temple, and third, to worship him. And when you stop and think about it, we're often tempted in these similar ways. So let's take a look at our gospel. Three times the devil tried to have the upper hand, but three times Jesus put the devil in his place. The first temptation, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become loaves of bread. My brothers and sisters, the devil attempts to sow doubt in Jesus. Are you really sure God is with you? And Jesus' response is clear. One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Jesus is helping us to focus on our priorities. Doing the will of God and being obedient to His every word is more important than everything else in our life. This call from our Lord is to trust God, who will provide for our needs in God's time. The second temptation, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. The devil does what the devil does best, to raise doubt. In other words, come on, are you really the son of God? Prove who you are, Once again, Jesus says, again, it is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. You know, I think of the people in the wilderness who were so thirsty and they started to quarrel against God. And we read in Exodus chapter 17, verse seven, the place was named Masa and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled there and tested the Lord saying, is the Lord in our midst or not? How often do we test God? Frustrated because we do not get what we want. The third temptation. Then the devil took him up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence. And he said to him, All these I shall give to you, if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. Wow. Jesus had enough. He responds, Get away, Satan. It is written, The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. Jesus, who was both God and man, would not compromise. Jesus would fully trust the Father who would give him, in his time and in his way, the kingdoms of the world. So these three temptations are meant to to get at the very heart of who Jesus is, to confirm his identity, his power, and his love, For the Father. We all know temptation very well. The deeper you and I have eyes fixed on Jesus, the stronger the temptations. The devil exists, that he is our enemy, and that he does not sleep. Sometimes he invites us to commit minor infidelities. Sometimes more openly, he urges us to complete betrayal but we never have to consent, my friends, never. On our own, we are weak and liable to fall, but we are never alone. We stand in the power of the Holy Spirit and of Jesus who never ceases to feed us with his word and gives us his very self. People who are not praying, not going to church, not living a life of love, well, stop and think about it some of them say well i'm I'm really never tempted well yeah because no temptations are necessary the devil is at work in the lives of people who are serious about their faith temptations are meant to pull us away from a relationship with god satan wants us to to drown in our hopelessness there's no need to go to church look look at how much fun you're having now why spoil it by praying or fasting or caring about others Every temptation leads to a response on our part. Jesus responded to every temptation with courage and without fear. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Yes, we are sinners, and we need the Lord's forgiveness and love to guide us in the midst of our temptations. So what is needed? I have learned that certain things can help me to say yes to Jesus and no to the ways of the devil. First, pray. Pray, pray. The prayer that Jesus taught us can be our strength. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. You know, it's not God who leads us to temptation, but we're asking God to protect us, to help us from making the wrong choices. Prayer is so necessary to stay focused, and therefore we need some quiet time. Turn off all the gadgets, get away from it. Second, it's important to recognize the temptation and to make the choice to say no. I see it, and I say no to it. Is it easy? Well, sometimes it's not. It's very difficult. Third, knowing the temptation, being aware of the temptation, may cause us to to seek guidance, to seek help. You know, we can look at that in confession, or talk to someone you know about what you're struggling with. We might need the assistance to to guide us, to make right choices. Um, And that includes having others pray for you. Fourth, avoid the area that causes us to sin. Going to a bar, misusing the internet, watching certain movies, looking at certain magazines, being around certain people. you got to avoid this. Always remember that God is faithful and God loves you very much. In the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 5, I'm always uplifted by the words, I will never forsake you or abandon you. Having the right friends who believe in God's love and being a part of a community of believers can can keep us focused. But when you do fall, please know you can always go to confession and receive forgiveness and healing. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.